road leads? Then hear this, all ye people. Give ear, all ye inhabitants of the world, both high and low, rich and poor together. Do you indeed speak righteousness? Do you judge uprightly, all ye sons and daughters of men? And do you judge as others judge? For as you judge, you shall be judged. And if you condemn, you are condemned. Pass on. But there is no return. Hey guys, thanks for listening to the show. Before we get to this week's episode, we just want to beg you one more time to please rate and subscribe to our show on whatever platform you listen to us on, iTunes, Google Play, whatever it is, it pretty much means everything to us and we really, really appreciate it. So thanks for listening. Enjoy the show. And this podcast is brought to you by Lamborghini El Diablo. Lamborghini El Diablo, smart, savvy, dependable. Kelly Blue Book says its resale value is higher than Honda. And J.D. Power & Associates says it's got a three-star safety rating, which is good for a sports car. Sure, they cost $200,000, but they last twice as long. Guys, check out Lamborghini El Diablo. Type this podcast in the box and get 10% off. Hey, guys. Thanks for listening to the show. This is the third and final installment in the Life and Times of Bandit. Um, I hope you guys like the culmination. It, uh, I really liked it. We hear some heinous shit that he did at the end. I should warn there's a little bit of sound issues with this one. We came back on a separate night for it and we had some uh, – some. we'll call it sabotage where uh, the levels are a little strange. It does get better as it goes um, but I think it's worthwhile. Thank you so much to all the new listeners. We've had a huge – surge of uh, new people and I, I really appreciate the sharing and just, I don't know, people writing us all this stuff. It's really nice and I'm trying to be sincere here. So thank you very much. Um, so yeah, that that is this episode still co-hosted with Isaac Witte. Thank you very much. Enjoy the show. I went, I went on the run back to California for like six months and I got locked up there and uh, I was going to do time out there, but when Arkansas called them and I still had eight years left, they were like, well, we'll just drop the charges here in California, which I got lucky because I got caught with a, a firearm and mm-hmm. they, had, they had gang injunction at that time to where like if a documented gang member has a, has a firearm, like, like it's like 10 years, like that's, that's right. You're going like, to do the 10, you know what I mean? Right. Like Rico for, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah for gang. So, they dropped it and extradited me back, and uh, it took it took thirty days to extradite. Like, I was on a bus full of like, just like the the worst of the worst. Like, right, prison, prison. That's that when, when we spoke money. on the phone the first time. This is when I was uh, I was shackled to a dude who was like a, a serial killer. He yeah, was not a well known serial killer, but like he was yeah. he was like Forrest Gump except he fucking killed people like. He was dumb. What was his name? Do you know? Uh, I think his name was like John Wayne McDaniel. Always three names. What if he'd have been like Forrest Gump? His name was Forrest. He actually he was from Florida, and he said that when he was he did like forty years in Florida, and he got out, and he had seen like prison movies of California, like I think one of the movies he saw was American Me, and he decided like ah I want to go to prison there, so he went like to California with the intention of like. Committing a murder? Yeah. And (laughs) going to prison out there. 
And, and how did you get to know this from him? Did you, you guys had a nice oh, conversation? He was like very like talkative. Like he talked. Like he was even telling the uh, one of the ladies, the people driving the van was a female, and he was mm -hmm. like telling her how he used to like rape bitches and slit their throat and stuff like <laughs> really yeah like what? he was really but it, it was it was pretty good it worked out for everyone all the dudes from cali like when we was leaving cal when we was getting ready to leave california it worked we out all, good though yeah hey we all made a pact like there there was like dude like there was a crip dude uh like all these different types of people right mm -hmm. and we was like all right all of us is cali so from when we leave out of california like if anyone tries to fuck with any of us, like we're gonna, we're gonna we like, hang together. Yeah, yeah. So John, again, planning so you're hey, not slipping. That dude, he was like, "Well, if anyone needs me to kill somebody, like, you know, <laughs> just tell me." You know? Really? I want like, a friend like that. <laughs> I want to go. Tevin, can we Google him? Do you have that up? Yep. What is, or um, what is his name? Again? I think it was John Wayne McDaniel. John Wayne McDaniel. Do you think he's so, alive today? Man, I think he was like fifty something, so he should be. I mean, do you know what he did like back then? I know he said that uh, he killed his father and put him in a freezer. And he used to, to kill your father. He, used to, he said he <laughs> used to go to. He said he used to go to. Uh, he said he used to go to like a uh, like. He used to dress. What's the dude on the, on Dukes of Hazard? Bo or Luke? No, the old the Uncle Jesse. No, Cooter. The bad guy. The. No, no, Boss Hog. Yeah, Boss Hog. He said he used to dress up like that and go to. Bars where Africa, he like he was attracted to black women, mm -hmm. and he said he would go in there, and uh, he would tell him he had a crack at the hotel, and then he would take him back to the hotel and he would, like, uh, that old trick. What? Wait, wait, you're not we saying he'd say, kill him, are you? Yeah, yeah. He'd kill him. Yeah, that's what he. You know, he's a serial uh, killer. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Why can't you just have sex with him? I don't know. You know, we used to in college we would say, and now this is probably rape, but we used to say. <laughs> That we had a hot tub back at our at our house, and we go like, "Do you guys want to come party at our hot tub after?" And of course, everyone would get hyped up, and we get like yeah, eight yeah. girls to come with our six guys, and be like, and then we get there, and like, what the? We don't have a hot tub. Yeah. What the fuck were you thinking? I've done that with coke. Well, that's I've done that with coke. Yeah. Jesus oh yeah, we've got some coke disgusting. back there. Yeah. No, there's no coke back there. And then you, you had to kill them. <laughs> I had, I had to kill them until the hot tub. They were so disappointed. <laughs> um. What, what, uh, okay, so, oh, sorry, sorry, just keep going and with so, it because we're so, getting into it. Like I said, it took like a month. Mm -hmm. Like, every, like we were in shackles all the time, and they'll stop like at a certain place. Like, that's what time I went to the you Mariposa. 10 City, right? Yeah. Or that's what they yep. call it? I went there. Sheriff and Joe, like, Joe Arpaio. I don't even know. He might not even been sheriff at that. I don't, I'm oh, sure. he has been. He's okay. like held power there. So, yeah. this is the. Like, for people who don't know, this is the And it was the middle of summer, jail. too. This was in really? the summertime. Yep, so where he was, makes everyone wear hot. pink, right? Yep, Did you wear yep, pink? Yep. The Well, we didn't. We were not allowed to wear, like, the same stuff as other people because we okay. were, like, looked at as, like, high risk. and, and like, Really? Yeah, because we were being extradited. So yeah. we're looking at, like, we can't really mix in with the population. So, like, when we would go to, like, uh, most of the time we wouldn't even stop at a jail unless we had to, they would rather take us to, like, maximum security facilities and put us, like, in the administrative segregation units to where, like, you're, you don't leave out of the cell because they don't, they don't want nothing to happen to us. Yeah. And then at the same time, they don't want us, like, intermixing and, and smuggling stuff or getting in fights yeah. and so causing then, problems. Yeah, so, if I may. And, and so, like, my whole time, we were all 
always locked down. Okay. It was not like I didn't get to like go on yard call or nothing at these other right. other places or nothing like that. Tell me if I'm wrong here, but I believe basically if they extradite someone, you know, they have to spend a lot of money on it and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So you you're going to have done something pretty horrible yeah, for yeah. them for the government to spend money to move you to their jail instead yeah. of just keep you there. But that's pretty crazy so because wh- the guy you were with had murdered people and you had sold in there, that, according to law, you sold in. meth, and meth was looked at pretty just as bad as murder. <clears throat> well, and I never got, I never got charged with. They never charged me with that. What I went on the run for, they never charged me with it. They just gave me a parole violation. Oh, really? Huh? Yeah. So that was enough to kind of put yep. you in that strap. But I still have the eight years hanging over my head. So sure. they come, they come sure. get me. Hmm. It's so weird that they give a fuck. You know, like for that. Stuff. Yeah, I get when you're a trophy for them, but. I don't know, maybe you're a bigger badass than we know. What, um, how'd you find out that guy was a serial killer? He, he told us, like, he was like, I'm, I'm like, right. I kill people. Huh. It, it's fun to me. Can he we said, get him for the That's podcast? what he said, it's I, fun? Yeah, yeah, he, like, he, he liked, like, it was like an, almost like an addiction. And he said he was homeless when he first got out of, of prison in, in, uh, in Florida. He was homeless, and he, he said he used to get this shit that you fucking, uh, you clean pools with. And he would mix it with coffee, and he used to drink Chlorine it. Or, okay. And it, and I guess it's like doing meth. It really would keep them up, but it fucks you up on the inside or whatever. Like right, God. You know, but uh, that was like his. You know what else fucks you up on the inside? Killing people. Yeah. <laughs> every, every time. Makes you <laughs> every time. What? Um, let's see. So. Wait, so I want to know, like, did any other details you remember no, from him saying I, like, that? Like, did like he enjoy said, watching the lights go out or anything like that? No, he didn't get in. He never got into detail. Like, I, I didn't talk to him like that. Like, well, what was it like to, like, you know what I mean? <laughs> why not? Like, well, why, because, you, like, uh, in prison, like, like you don't really, like, ask people. Like, they don't podcast. That's not, that's you not. don't, like, you don't, like, unless somebody, especially somebody who killed somebody, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you don't say, like. What did, what did you do to him? Like, you know yeah. what I mean? If if he's your homeboy or whatever, and he wants to like indulge that information or whatever, yeah. like I had friends that killed people yeah. in prison, and they were like, show me the like, yeah, this is a dude I killed, and they show me all the like pictures of it and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Right. From the evidence or whatever. But if they don't volunteer that information, it's like right, leave them alone. So you don't you, you yeah. don't talk about, but you do knock people out and suck their dicks. <laughs> well, and, and the thing that, is, is like cool. everyone will know you're charged. Like mm-hmm. you you can say like uh, like. A child molestation. Oh, right. like, no. like, like, they will kill... They'll beat you up yeah, every yeah. day. I, I seen a dude that, like, had a statutory rape, and he was only, like, oh, 19 no. and got oh, caught God. with, like, a 15-year-old or something. They were, they like, treat him beating like a chomo? him up, like, fucking... Pretty surprised yeah. he had chomo. But it changed. <laughs> it, what, what was weird is, is it changed over time. Like, as more, like, the meth stuff and child molesting became so big, like, the, the, the child molesters... Are usually like they're not fucking uh, cool. dumbasses. Like the like like I said, a lot of pe- people in prison like doing criminal shit. They didn't they didn't have an education and shit yeah. like that, right? Well, a lot of child molesters they're like people that are freaking well to do or whatever. Sure. You know? wow. So then what happened is like it it started changing because a lot of like child molesters they started making special programs for them and. They start getting good jobs because they're educated, so oh. they're running the computer shit. So then, like, my last time down, like, you couldn't call a fucking child molester a faggot or they're going to, like, lock you up. Like, you're going to get in trouble. Who's going to lock you up? The the police. Like, he's going to go, like, oh, he called me a fucking Because they're, whatever, they're right? a protected... Uh, yeah, yeah. So how weird... 
But when I first went down, untethered. when I first went down, it was completely different. Like, mm-hmm. if you had a Open sex charge, like, you're getting fucked off. Yeah. Right. Huh. And that is so. That is weird, though. That it's open season on totally. or whatever. That they're protected, I should say. But uh, yeah, of course the guys fucking the shower. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what they I get. Had, we used to always call them like sandbox. That's what we always call like sandbox. Yeah, that's what yeah. you called what? The like pedophiles. Like we're gonna say, hey, sandbox. Like ah, I like that. You can't. Oh, because kids play in sandbox. Yeah, yeah like uh, like. And another thing is like when I first went down, it was like all all like majority was inmates was black. Like mm-hmm. it was not like. A lot of white dudes were not even allowed to, like, they wouldn't let you lift weights and shit. Like, hey, white boy, you're not allowed to work out. You know what I'm saying? I'm so, saying I don't think black people molest so, children. Like, no, no, no. Too. They weren't molesters. But what I'm saying is then, then, like, towards, like, my third time in prison, then it was, like, uh, <clears throat> child molesters were not allowed to work out. You know what I mean? They so shouldn't be. That's what we'd say. We'd say, hey, sandbox. Make know? them like, stronger. Yeah, kick, kick rocks, you know? What, uh, yeah. how about any more, like, slang like that? I love jail slang. I used to study uh, it. Beating the dime, that's when you, like, beating the dime is when you, like, stock down the chicks and jack off on them. We call it beating the dime. Stock down the chicks? <laughs> yeah. Like, when you like see a guard, guard, a female guard. Yeah, yeah. It's called beating the dime. How does okay. that work? I'm trying to figure out what that means. Oh, because it's, t- there are ten. There are ten, right? Uh, well, I can't, I, I don't exactly know why. I know the code for, uh. Still cool. The code for, <laughs> I think it's because the code for, like, when you get caught jacking off is called a 10-3. Oh, so my wife calls it. Yeah, <laughs> so it's got him on a ten three. I have yeah. a, one more, one more uh, about this. Um, oh, when you said that they used to be really rough on child molesters and uh, sex people, like, yeah, yeah. what do you mean by that? What's really like, hard on them? Like they're gonna beat beat you up every you, day, like or every week. Until, or they're gonna like make you. You call it catching the door, right? Like they're gonna beat your ass until you like. Either you got to win fights or you're going to catch the door, which means you're going to go pound on the door and say, hey, I, gotta, I, can't, be ah. I can't be in this. You're going to beat them down to where they're afraid to They're going to go face. bang on the door and tell the police, hey, I got to get out of here. Right. You know what, I mean? what, it, wh- Man. what do pedophiles say? Like, you know, when they are a pedophile in jail and you look into their eyes and you look, get the fuck out of your sandbox. Like, there we go. No, I have every right to be here. They yeah. Do do you they? know what I mean? Like, or are they always sometimes, just looking at the sometimes ground Sometimes like there was should? one. Sometimes there would be some like that. Yeah. And then sometimes there were dudes like that were like fucking rapists that were like fucking big motherfuckers and like were like <laughs> like they'll rape anybody, even dudes, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And, yeah. and like they kinda like sometimes they would get a pass. Sure. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> Funny how that works. Not, and I'm not saying for me. You yeah. Because yeah. I, mean? I, I like I said, I, I keep to myself pretty mm-hmm. much, you know what I mean? Because most of the time like I was like just trying to work a program or yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? Because... Even if I was somewhat in the politics, I was not like in the politics of like uh, being an enforcer or nothing. Like you know, yeah, what I mean? yeah. I wasn't. You were not looking. You weren't spoiling yeah, yeah. that shit all the time. Did you ever see one like? Because if just putting myself in their shoes, like if people were calling me sandbox every day, and you get beat, then finally one day you go like. All right. Yeah. So what? So what if I do like the fuck kid? <laughs> so what? What's your problem? You're not so great. Yeah. I've hung out with you guys. I've earned yeah. your respect, haven't I? <laughs> so I like to fuck kids. Don't <laughs> sue me. I never, I never heard one like come out and say like, so what? I like to, I like to fuck kids. But yeah. I've, I've seen like there have been times where like one would like finally he had enough and he would fight or or maybe he's well, like, what do I got to do? Or maybe like a lot of times like. Maybe they're gonna do some passive aggressive. Like maybe it's gonna start off passive aggressive. Mm-hmm. Like maybe they'll fucking 
go in the day room at night and like pour a fucking coffee in the back of the TV or something so the fucking TV don't work or okay. something like that. Or they might go even further. Like, uh, what one of the major weapons in prison was a lock and a sock. Like, you put a oh yeah, you tie a knot in a sock and then put a fucking master lock on that bitch and fucking. How do you get your hands on a master? Oh, your prisoners, had, you well, covered them. No, 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 you uh. Because at that time, we, like I said, we're barracks. So you have like a military-style uh, bed, mm-hmm. and then you have a box. That's what you keep all your... You either have a wooden box, uh. or later on they started making racks that had a metal box attached to your to your rack. So you could lock that up when you go to work or whatever, and, and okay. you have your lock. So if someone... like That's someone why the box you, thing was... Or you're going to yeah. take a... You, uh, you take a toothbrush mm-hmm. and uh, you go in the bristle part and you put the fucking you break a razor apart. Yes, I've seen that. And then you melt it, and then you got I've your slasher. Uh, I had a couple shanks when I was locked up because, like, uh, there's times like like it's pretty much boring, but you're always like on the edge. Like, there always something could pop off. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you're always, but you Sounds might go like through that mattress sales. <laughs> Watch, <laughs> especially on like Veterans Day sale, like when you get deep yeah. discounts. Yeah, so I know like, exactly what you're talking. I about. had one that was made out of uh, uh, someone had broke the freaking <clears throat> plastic light fixture on the ceiling, and the maintenance dude didn't clean it all up. So I grabbed a piece of that fucking glass and yeah. and I just broke it to where it was like a sharp point, and then got I had some athletic tape or something mm-hmm. like that, and I wrapped it up and and. That was my shank that I had, and then I just hit it. And, uh, huh? Where'd you hit it? I would. I had it in my boot at one time in my in my work boots, so that way, if like, if if guards come to like shake me down, I could just kick my boot, and they and I kick it to another area, like up against the wall, and they can't like prove that it's my boot. Oh, okay. You see what I'm saying? Sure. Yeah. Or uh, one time. So they wouldn't just know it was yours because you were standing there. With yeah, one yeah. They, cause, cause it's if it's not in my, if <laughs> no, it's, well, you gotta do it on. You gotta do it like slick though. You know what I mean? You yeah. can't just like come up and be like, boom, kick your boot. You gotta be like, you know, you're gonna have to like start a conversation. And, yeah, yeah. And then kind of knock, or you gotta find a way to do it. I always get, do the uh, hey, look over there. I I always keep mine in Isaac's ass. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I, right. I, I, I like, forgot about that. Mm-hmm. People did that. I I never kept I it never, in their friends. I would ass. not stick a shank up my ass, dude. That's, oh, that's, that's crazy. Scary. But, but people you keep drugs that. up your ass, though, right? Who me? No, yeah, no, no or no. something. I, I've got some that were smuggled in by somebody, and what I did is I like I had green muddy and weed. I would cut my I would cut my my uh, zipper part right here. Oh, that's great. Up, so we gotta take so a picture of that. What? Say that again. That's great. I get the green money or and a sack of weed, and you put it in a sack, and you just compact and compact and roll it up. Then you cut a little slit right Between here. Between the jean. So basically what he's oh. doing is the flap that goes over your oh, zipper. Okay. Slide it down in there. So then even yeah. when they search you. It's over the hard part of the zipper. Be, yeah. Or they think well, it's your We didn't have dip. zippers. It was button up, but it's just like. This part is rough, any it's thick anyways. So as long as you just like compact it enough, so I never like no one ever came and visited me. Like I was, so I never right. got to, I never got the chance to like stick stuff up my ass. Oh man, I'm sorry. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know that poor what that guy, reminds me poor of? guy, is uh, my invention of chapstick, but it's yeah. the size of like an eight inch dick. So when you have it in your pocket, yeah, and it has a very defined head. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. but I you you reinvented the dildo. No, but it looks like a big dick, and I should carry a dildo in my yeah, pocket. Yeah. I get it. <laughs> no. But one time when we were getting, when I was going to prison from the county, 
And at this point, they had just uh, banned cigarettes in prison. When I first went, you were allowed to smoke. Well, then you couldn't <laughs> smoke. So, like, cigarettes were, really? like, cigarettes were a major come thing. On, so, uh-huh. this dude that was in the county with me, I helped him do it. I packaged it for him. But uh, he got, like, five packs of cigarettes, like, bugler, you know, the pouches? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We wrapped no. it up in saran wrap tight with a lighter and everything in that shit, dude. Like a big long, you make it like a big long shit, dude. Yeah, and he a big fucking long lubed shit. that. He lubed that motherfucker up, dude, and he so, stuck and all that shit up his the ass. The way you yeah. held your hands, by the way, was like a wow. sixteen inch. Oh, it was. It was yeah, probably about this again. fucking you're big. You put all that up yeah, his yeah. ass. It's five packs. Like we had to compact it. And Did you have to curl it too and taper the ends. Yeah, yeah. You make it like a. Like That's a piece shit. of shit. Mm. Yeah. Um, we we started talking about the psychopath thing that you were talking to a oh. a psychiatrist and okay yeah yeah so I went so I ended up getting this program that was like a, it was especially for parole violators and what it would do because the prisons were overcrowded so what they were trying to do is like instead of doing a, what was supposed to be a six month parole violation they're gonna chop it down you're gonna do like. 90 days or four months i can't remember what it was but you got to go to this like uh treatment Mm prison more like a treatment program you're in the department of correction but everyone is there and you got to go to like aa and na yep and so at first i was not like wanting to participate right Mm -hmm. well then this like one of the counselors and psychiatrist dudes he kind of like he kind of he kind of played me because mm-hmm. he tried to act cool, you know what I mean? He yeah. Was, like, hey, homie. Like, so, like, I'm thinking, like, he's cool, like, the guard that hooked me up with the tattoo ink. Like, maybe. And right. so you're yeah. always looking for ways to get fucking... Get ahead, stu- get stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get, stu- yeah. get stuff from... You know what he did? He caught you slipping. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. That's exactly yeah. what he did. So, like so you messed away. up. And I caught you slipping, too, just now. So <laughs> he called me in, like the office or whatever and he wanna to talk to me. So it was basically like us talking right now. Like mm-hmm. we're just talking and yeah. Like, and I'm I'm like and he's like, yeah, everything's like confidential. Like I I Ugh. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so I'm like telling him this shit and like at that time, like I didn't really know how to like explain like maybe I explain it better now, but he's like, Do you feel bad about this stuff? And I was like, nah man. Like, so. <laughs> uh, were you yeah. still do you so, you know, cause I I think I asked you that last night. I'm sure I did, but I, I don't really even recall how you answered it. But do you think you would have answered differently then because your guard is so high from prison? You know what I mean? Like to admit, or or do you think it's the same? I mean, I don't feel the same now. Like I was more angry back then, but like, like I don't necessarily feel like remorse. I mean, I, I'm there's things I did that I'm sorry for. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? But like. People tried to get me too. It wasn't like it oh, wasn't yeah. just like me out fucking causing ruckus and shit yeah. and and hurting people. So most of the people like that I hurt, like I don't necessarily feel bad that I did that to them. Like, did you ever hurt anyone who you consider innocent, or was it kind of all other gang members? Man, or I, I tr- like mostly we stuck to like hitting people that were living the same lifestyle as us. Mm-hmm. I mean, like I said, in Tahoe, I, I probably robbed some people that were, like, and scared them pretty bad. But Yeah. Like, I, the gun I had didn't have bullets in it. So. This is the thing standing <laughs> at the intersection? Yeah, when I... when I but And I guess we should finish and, up this thing, but yeah, yeah. So, we'll so this sure. guy, like, he called me in the office, and he's like, you know, your, your, your mental state is, like, disturbing to me. And he was like, 
you're basically like anti-social, borderline sociopath. And yeah. he's like, I can't allow someone like that to go home in two months. Boy. So I was like, fuck. So then after that, uh, they, there's another saying you got in prison. It's called uh, fake to make it. Mm-hmm. So after that, I was like in the AA meetings, like I'm bandit. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I do feel bad. terrible. Yeah. Right. You know, yeah. So I know one thing. Yeah. That's just so, that is so, that makes me so upset for like, you know, just the way that society is because you're, they know that your whole upbringing was brought along with don't ever show weakness. Don't ever say you regret anything uh-huh. right? because that's weakness, right? Yeah, yeah. And now they're going to ask you this and they're not even going to start it off by yeah, saying yeah. like, but be real with me here. Mm-hmm. Like, they're not even going to say that. Yeah, yeah. What did you think when he said that? Do you think you're a sociopath? No. Like, I mean, I think everyone has some freaking mental, mental shit. Like, oh. The whole psychological thing is, like, set up to, like, failure, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because, like, if you pay enough to a psychiatrist, he'll basically say, oh, yeah, yeah, you got it. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Or you don't have it or or whatever, you know what I mean? So it's, like, the the brain is so complicated. It is. It's, like, they have a monopoly on the situation Mm -hmm. because, so it's, like, everyone's crazy, but just in their own little certain way, you know what I'm saying? Like, maybe you have to step through doors Right foot first, and if you don't, you go back and do it nah, again. It's fucking crazy, though. And <laughs> yeah. by the way, just for the record, I don't think you're a sociopath, uh-huh. but Isaac does. He said that. I, yeah. I, yeah. I told you that in <laughs> confidence oh, yeah. earlier. Like, well, heavy, heavily confidence. Uh, Isaac and I talked about this one. Did Did you ever have sex with one of the female guards? No. no. Why not? I Why? Well, because if you, get <laughs> caught, if you get caught doing it, like, you're going to get, like... Uh, you'll get you'll lose your class and you're gonna do like a whole nother year or or whatever like that. Yeah. And then like, Did your mom ever send you two hundred bucks or anything like that? No, no. Uh there were times that I had green money from like doing other stuff in prison. Like like I maybe I have a homeboy or whatever and I help him sell weed or whatever sure. like that. So but what's the most money you ever had in prison? I think like five hundred dollars. But it was not all it was not all mine. It was like me and my celly were split. Oh, I gotcha. Okay. But yeah, we were we were like $500 in prison. You're, you're fucking, rich. You're, like green money is, if you have $20 green money, is worth $40 in prison. So okay. everything is double. So okay. having $500, like having $1,000. Right. Like, so. And, God, did you like, make any how can big, you use it? Yeah, Did you yeah. make any big purchases? Well, I mean, like, we, you know, we get meth. Meth. Okay. And, yeah. and stuff like. And you more, smoke it or you just got to snort it in there, right? <coughs> no, we smoked. I smoked it in there, oh, okay. but most of the time I would I would snort it. But like people smoke crack and shit in there. Like what you do, like if you're smoking weed or whatever. Like when I used to smoke the blunt, oh. I would tell one of my homies like, "Hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna hit this blunt, and then I'll set it on my rack while it's still lit, and then you hit it." So what he's gonna do? He's gonna pour a bunch of. He's gonna get a thing of baby powder. And he's gonna dump baby powder in his thing. He's gonna walk around the barracks and just blow the blow that baby powder out in the air, and it oh. covers up the covers up the smell of the weed. Or, Oh, okay. These prisoners are so smart. Or sometimes, yeah. and then sometimes yeah. I would get the joint or the blunt and you rub like, uh, you take some jelly when you go to breakfast, your biscuit jelly or whatever, and you rub that on the on the joint or the blunt or whatever, and then you, uh, then when you smoke it, it kind of smells, it like changes the smell a little bit, smell, and then yeah. on top of the, on top of that baby powder, it, it just covers it so up. So you just have an agreement with the officers, like... Yeah, we're going to do our very best to make it look like we're completely following the rules, but they just want you to not be blatant about it. 
Is that is that the arena? Most of them, but then you got some that are like, th- there's like all the. It's kind of like it's just like cops. Like you got crooked ass cops. You got the yeah. straight line cop. You got the cool one who understands like, man, these dudes are in here. Oh, gotcha. You know what I mean? Okay. So like, mm-hmm. there's all these different kinds, and the longer you're there, you get to feel you know them. Like they'll be like, oh, that fucking bitch is on. Ain't, ain't nothing moving tonight because if she's okay. gonna like, someone tries to transport drugs down the hallway or anything like that. Then she's gonna fucking cause a big deal. Then the whole fucking prison's gonna get shook down, and everyone's gonna lose everything. Right? Okay. So like, it like, and the the guard, they work twelve hour shifts, and they'll be like, uh, I think they'll have like four, like one shift will have like four days they're gonna work, and then they're off three, and then they rotate. Then the next shift comes on that other time, and they're on four days, and then off three. And they just keep on rotating or whatever. So you'd have like cool shifts, sure, and and right. stuff like that. Did you ever see anything in print? Like, what stuff did you see of like resourcefulness, or whatever, that blew you away? Like, did you ever know that anyone had a fucking half a kilo of coke in there, or just things like that, where you go, God, this place is really like my homie that used to give me the give me the the weed. He had a pound of weed in the in the in prison, and we like took a leg off of one of the one of the tables mm-hmm. and we, we stuffed it down in there and he was sending out money to his family, like 3000 a week. And they would bring him. He, how was he getting that much in? Do you so think? he, they have a horse barn. Horse barn is like the inmates. They're going to like take care of the whole squad riders, horses. And so they're kind of like, they, they live in their own separate place. Like they have these houses there that they live in. So they okay. don't even got to deal with other fucking inmates. They're kind of, huh. they're basically like out Almost free. It's good and bad. Like yeah, except you can't leave. Yeah, you don't but, ever. But most of them, yeah. like those dudes, like they they. So what happens is, uh, my homie, he was gonna he ha- hook up with one of them, and he's like, "Look, I'm gonna give you a hundred dollar green money. You just gotta go to this spot." So he's gonna know this spot on the highway. His family's gonna drive, and they're gonna throw out the fucking weed in the ditch. And that dude's gonna go out there like three o'clock in the morning or whatever. Mm-hmm. No one knows. Go pick up the pound. The horse, the horse barn people, they don't get shook down like other inmates. It, like they don't search them as well as other inmates, and and they're usually, like I said, they're cool. The the guards that a, ho- a horse barn inmate is gonna be cool with is gonna be like the captains and like sure. the people that's running the shit. You know what I mean? So he's gonna have all these avenues to get right. that fucking weed to you. Yeah. Where you're just dealing with these little fucking like peon. Yeah, guards or whatever. He's dealing with the higher up, so he gets it in there. Through. So if he's got a pound of weed, and he, you, you said earlier, you got to worry about uh, last minute break, like checkups in the rooms. Like, where does he put the weed? Well, like now I said, table we, leg. Yeah, we. Well, this time it was oh. a table leg. Uh, I've seen people fucking in his uh, ass. No, no, no. <laughs> <Ow>. <laughs> uh, like I've seen people like get put it up in a toilet, and then that toilet the was trap. like off, off off bounds mm-hmm. or whatever like don't flush that fucking toilet or whatever mm-hmm. and and everyone knew about it and just like man all all you'll they'll right. find a it's spot amazing. you know what i mean like yeah you would you would walk into a place and you won't even like maybe they're gonna freaking figure out how to get that fucking little metal thing off of right there and shove shit in there you know right. what i mean like i used to do i i um because i was really interested in prison stuff and whatever when i was in like ninth grade tenth grade so i'd read about it so I'd use some of their techniques. So like if my mom like wouldn't let me go like stay over at a friend's house or something, mm-hmm. I would take off my t-shirt and I'd try to flush it down the toilet and then it'd flood my bathroom out. 
you guys. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna, I actually have a story like that. <laughs> One time I got locked down in, uh, in county jail. They searched my room and I had a whole bunch of cigarettes and razor blades. Because we, we weren't using the razor blades to cut nobody. We'd mm-hmm. use it to like cut up freaking food and like making, like we used to make spreads, like you're going to save vegetables and shit. And then everyone's going to like throw something in like a noodle and, and you're going to mix it all together and everyone's mm-hmm. going to eat or sure. whatever, right? So, or, or I drew a lot, so I'd use them to sharpen my pencils mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So they locked us down for like, I think it was like two weeks, me and my celly was locked down. Well, then they, uh, they let everyone else except us everyone else out except us and we was pissed off about it so we took off our uniforms mm-hmm. and cut them up yep. made a big long rope and <laughs> had it coiled up on the bed and i said i got it and i put it in the toilet and i just flushed yep. that bitch went and then you just start hearing next thing you know like shit was out in the hallway next thing you hear is your mom going you and then my dad's like you ruined the carpet Fuck you. You two have a lot in common. Yes. Yeah. My God, yes. No. Um, what, uh, so then uh, the last thing I got on prison for me, and then Isaac's got the, the unifying idea, is um, what advice do you have if Isaac were to go to prison? What, how do we get Let's through? say someone like me never been to prison before. Okay. What, and I were to be like, I'm going tomorrow. And okay. I, what, what? Someone like me, what do I... What he's weak. Oh. He's not... I got no experience in this realm. And, and he's not good with anal sex. So it's a I'm real... not good with that. I'm not good with talking with street people either. Right. Don't... <laughs> street like, beast. don't let people... What are you charged with? Let's say let's say it's non-sex crime. Okay, all right. Though that's not okay. likely. <laughs> that's I knew you'd say that. Uh, I would just say... Let's say I stole a car. Okay, mm-hmm. so you're going to just... Go in there and kind of stay for stay to yourself. If someone fucks with you, to to like bite them. If someone fucks with you, you gotta fight. Like I, no, someone like me would have to fight. I would have to fight. Yeah, it doesn't matter who you are. If like it, like, I mean, you don't have to. You yeah. could go catch the door or whatever. In the long but run, then you're gonna, gonna be way yeah, better. yeah. It's gonna catch up. It's gonna catch up with even you. Even if you get beat up real bad, <laughs> real well, easily. I mean, but the thing is, is like if you they fight back. It doesn't matter if you win or lose. Like right. it's gonna be like, because no one wants to feel pain of getting punched in the face. Even yeah. if you win the fight, it still fucking hurt because you right, got punched right. in the face. So or they're not the palm. Like, like it's like when it's like hits his face. it's like a bunch of wolves. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. the wolf doesn't want to fight the wolf who's gonna bite back. He's gonna yeah. fight the one that puts his head down and shit like that. So mm-hmm. yes. like if someone comes and messes with you, like comes up to you and like says something like kind of like. I don't know, like trying to test you, then just like don't. Well, what would you say if you're going to test him? We're in a role play. Well, yeah, no, isn't it, isn't a what? No, yeah, they would. How do they test normally? Go wear a ski mask and well, jack off on him. <laughs> well, yeah, like like with that dude to where that happened. If he would have fought, he might have got raped and might have got his ass beat. But then they probably wouldn't have done it again. You see what I'm? Oh, if yeah. he would have fought back. To where, but now that dude that he didn't do that dude that I told you about he didn't do nothing. Okay. Now they know like they they call it they're gonna say so after the dude that talked that jacked off arm now he's gonna tell like a bunch of other dudes like this dude's going like he's, yeah they'd say just whatever he's that's, a punk that's what they do say whatever. they say it's he's like, going he's like, going he's not he's not gonna like do nothing if you jack off <laughs> him, you know what I mean? 
I mean, like, so it's cool. Like, did you? Oh, it's cool. The jack off. Yeah, yeah, it's okay. Did you? God, did you ever see, or how often maybe did you see people get broken, like just emotionally yeah. broken when yeah, they yeah, come yeah, in? Yeah, yeah, I, I, I know that like uh, some people. I think I seen two. Well, I didn't see it, but I know like that two people at a place where I was at they committed suicide because like they were just getting fucked with too much. Um, well, I bet you guys felt really bad then. I, well, I, no, like, I'm no, not I wasn't, you, did you? I didn't do it. It was just like, it, I, I, I didn't, I'm not that type of person. Yeah. Like, I don't like bullying people and fucking taking yeah. advantage like that. You know what I mean? Like, that was going to be my next question if you ever felt bad. But I never did that type of shit. That's mm-hmm. why I don't feel bad because I didn't like fucking take advantage yeah. of people. You right. Know what I mean, like, yeah. Even the dude that I had in the box, I didn't like take advantage of. Right. Like, right. <clears throat> so, uh, like, I seen I know there's people that like people tested them like harder than others like I seen a one time it was a dude I think he was a wannabe like he said he was from a gang mm-hmm. and he really wasn't from and they found out about it and then me. they like beat him up and like made him like suck dick and all that mm-hmm. like he got tired of fighting like he got he was like I don't want to fight no more you know yeah. and so like in that situation like there was really like no way out of it for him yeah cuz so he was, Cause, but be, but it was really in the end, it was kind of like his fault. You know what I'm saying? Cause you, you, you fucking, have you should have been truthful, Yeah, <laughs> which bad. is fucked up. Yeah. It's like the ultimate consequences. Yeah, it's, not, it's not like, right. But, but <laughs> like it, like with like what you were saying about you, like you just gotta bite, like you just gotta be a man. That's it. Yeah. Like, yeah. Don't worry. Like, don't worry about anything. If you have to handle something, that's just something you have to do. That's like yeah, the handle laws shit, of nature you. or whatever. I think, I th- you know, even someone like me who's been in like one fight my whole life, I, I think that the animal side of yourself would yeah, kick yeah. in. And like, then, and then would... like, like with you, you like you guys, you're like comedians and conversationalists. So like yeah. you're going to like probably find some kind of hustle and people are going to be like, oh, man, this dude's funny. He's cool. Right. Is that valuable in prison yeah, at all? Like, <laughs> I mean, you got to know how to exploit exploit your talents. Like, I could draw really good. Mm-hmm. So my thing was, I would draw, and like a lot, like drawing got me out of shit sometimes. Because like, man, people were like, "Man, this dude can do tattoos and he can draw really good. Don't fuck with him." Because like, so, nice. you want to get tattoos and shit. Everybody right, wants right. To get tattoos and have send pretty pictures to their girlfriend out there. You know what I mean? Okay. So, yeah. Like, so everyone has something like that. Like maybe you get a job somewhere and you can selling like, furniture in the prison, <laughs> dude. <laughs> right. it, like uh, even like with the when I was in infirmary reporter, like dudes were like, "Hey man, bring me some rubber gloves because they want to make the fucking fifis." Right? Yeah, yeah. So like even that, you ex- everything you have, you can exploit it. You know what I mean? Like show people, yeah, I'm yeah. valuable. Yeah, yeah. And, and and just be like 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 you guys we'd be conversational that's so yeah that's interesting like a hustle oh. yeah i would sell furniture three days a week in the day and then i'd podcast about what the prison goings on and then oh. a few comedy shows your mattress protection numbers would take a dive cool. if you went to prison important there than ever. it would all it the would. coming on people yeah <laughs> what um did you ever see the okay so when you'd see these guys broken mm-hmm was it hard for you to look at them or anything? Like if you know someone, like if you know some guy got raped, you can smell the open ass in the fucking room. Would you look away? I mean, it depends on what it was for, but, but like, and that's the other thing is like, I can't really like ride with somebody who's not in my gang type shit. You know what I'm saying? Because like, 
if if like some little I mean I guess I could have but then so say I'm gang member I'm with my clique I see little dude getting picked on mm-hmm. the people that are picking on him are also gang members so now I just went in like started a beef with these dudes like don't pick on the, don't pick on him you know what I mean yeah so now like it's gonna cause a big problem and people are gonna fight and get locked up and my homies are gonna be like why'd you do that like you like yeah he's weak you he's made not like us look weak and yourself look weak right? or well not necessarily that you made us look weak but you got us but in you shit. you got us in shit that we gotta handle over over some like extracurricular just because you feel because you got fucking feelings and emotions you know what I mean sounds to me like you have to constantly you have to think about your your own your well-being you gotta think about your crew like Mm -hmm. if one of your crew gets fucked with like you gotta ride like you gotta Mm -hmm. like everyone's gotta like boom like it's gonna be go down it's interesting that you guys call it ride and no one in there has a car (laughs) 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 but uh, was there ever how many nights did you lay in bed just going like I mean did you ever cry? Like laying what? in bed, fucking cry to yourself, just like what the fuck? Yeah, is but it? not like not like sob crying, but right. like a manly, you, a hard manly cry, just like tears running out. You know what I mean? Because sure. like, why? I mean, the, like what kind of stuff would you say? And by the way, like, there was you've a time. There was a time things. like there was a time like it was like I think it was like almost a year. Like I didn't get no mail. Like even my mom didn't fucking write. Right. And, and it was like people wouldn't send me money on my books because I it was like my third or fourth time to prison. And it's like my family's looking at it like, fuck, he's lost. Like, yeah, that's where maybe he just belongs there because he keeps going back and he's like repeating right. this cycle. And like I was like just so fucking crazy on the meth that like I didn't like fuck over people, but people were like. I was I was crazy like there's no telling what I'm gonna do right and so like I I even have homeboys or whatever like that I like we used to beat each other's you know I mean? we used yes. to beat each other's and ass. they're telling you to and, and so so like and I love them mm-hmm. so just imagine the people yeah. that I don't fucking really have respect for but <laughs> and then when I go to prison I'm like hey man come come to Send some money on my books, you know what I mean? Like, like yeah. females or something that you like, you just ran through them and like mm-hmm. took advantage of them, and like, then when you get locked up, you're expecting her like to put money on your books or whatever. And she's yeah. like, get one of your other bitches to do it. And mm-hmm. So I don't have any other bitches. Yeah, yeah. So you know what I mean. So it was something like too. that. So it was, it was, it was really like, it would hurt like when you see like somebody like they have visitation days and then mail call comes and you're right. standing there uh my closest homeboy from from my neighborhood in California every time I got out of prison he, well he used to send me money on my books while I was in prison he would write me letters send me pictures like of my neighborhood like my homies throwing up gang signs and that so that cheers you up and, so you'd well, see those pictures and he would and send me smile. money out yeah yeah like <laughs> right and that stuff like and he was like the one that stuck by me even more than my mom mm-hmm. well uh he died while I was. He got he got killed while I was in prison. Oh God! And like I was, I had the, I had his uh, address by memory. I thought, but I had one freaking uh, number in the address wrong, so he wasn't getting the letters. And it was like he he would write me every week, and he would send money on my books regularly, and then it just stopped. And like eight nine months went by, and I'm like writing his mom. Like I knew his family. Like his family was gonna like when I was younger. They were gonna like I was gonna try and get emancipated from my mom and live with them. Mm-hmm. 
So uh, it just stopped, and I'm sending the letters, and they're getting returned to sender, and I'm like, what the fuck? Well, then finally the mailman, like, knew what happened and gave the letter to his sister. And then so I got this fucking, I was working, I remember, like, I was working out and uh, in the barracks, and they had a mail call, and I went, and they called, and I seen that it was from his sister, and I opened it up, and it was, like, pictures of me and him. And then I just, like, this little card fell out, and it was, like, it said, on eagle's wings or whatever. And I was like, mm. what the fuck is this? And I looked, and it was the obituary little card or whatever. And I was like, it was like, I couldn't. Mm. That was one time, like, I cried, like, sobbed yeah. Yeah. in jail. I'll do it. Yeah. Like, I was, like, fucked up about it. You made an, you made an analogy yesterday that, that, that we, we were, sorry, that we were curious about. Okay. Um, you said something about. Like, that's kind of like how child molesters groom kids or something oh, yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. Do you have any, like, you can tell us to screw off and you don't want to talk about it, but do you have any any uh, experience with stuff like that? Or? Like child molesting? Yeah. Well, no, no, no. You, you, like, did you ever have somebody come at you like that? Because you I said mean, in the hood, older it's, women. Like, it's kind of weird. It's kind of weird is, like when, when, like, when you live in the hood, like, I'm going to say, like, the first, like, chick I, like, touched, mm-hmm. I was, like, I was, like, well, no, I had done it when I was younger. Like, you know, you're, like when you're a little kid or whatever, you're like, oh, what's that or whatever. But my first, like, when I was like nine or 10, I had like a 17 year old babysitter and she was like, let me touch her pussy and shit. What? what? She's wow. the first one who smoked weed with me. And then, like, I, oh, I guess you find, said, let me touch your pussy? No, no, no. What, what it came out is uh, she had this pair of pants that she had written all over. Uh-huh. And one spot, I remember because I was like, one spot on there had like a cloud and it said, fuck shit, pussy it. And I was like, what's fuck shit, pussy it? And she's like, you want to see my pussy? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you, I'm just, you're nine at nine years old. You're not old enough to like be like, she's, I want to have a sexual no, relationship even, with yeah, her. You're no, not no, old no. enough. Like I didn't, I'd never had sex with her, but she was like, let me feel her titties and, yeah. and stuff like that. So like, and that was somewhat common though. I mean, the way you talked about it is that. I it, mean. It's like, but it's different with like, like if, if a girl in, if a girl in the hood, most of the time, I'm not going to say this is always, but like if a girl in the neighborhood, like got raped or sexually assaulted or something like that, like she would usually keep it quiet or not tell or whatever. Or if she did tell like, uh, I, I don't, she wouldn't like snitch the cops, but what I'm saying is like, uh, with a boy. It's almost like you can't say, like, I got fucking molested. Yeah, you know no. I mean? Like, so it's like, and then, like, I don't have ex- necessarily experience with being molested because I've never, like, came out of a situation, like, feeling like, oh, fuck. Right. You know? Violated questionable things yeah. when you were young. But what I, what I, like, what I meant is, like, how a child molester grooms a little kid to, like, it's our little secret type. Yeah, thing. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, how they groom them. That makes it's sense the what we're talking about. It's the same thing for the yeah. gang thing is, like, you're gonna like you're gonna see these older dudes and they're like kind of groom you into yeah. the gang members. Mm-hmm. See what I'm saying? Yeah, it's normal to go to prison. It's yeah, like off. this is this is like you know, yes, yeah, like yeah. Don't, don't tell anyone. Take this package here, here's or whatever. Yeah, yeah get you, you running up. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm gonna help you along. You're gonna have the stuff I got. You know what I mean? Right. That makes a lot of sense. How do you look at it now? Or actually, you know what I should say? One other thing. another thing, Isaac and I talked about afterward is, um, you know, it, it was sort of whatever hit both of us that the thing that drew you to gangs was you know 
the family thing was a stereotypical thing to me in my head, but I believe you. Mm-hmm. You know, that it was, a, especially when you hear about your family. Can you think of a moment, are there moments you think of in your early gang life where you felt real love from them that you a did lot, not feel from your, your even, family? Even now to this day, like, there's dudes from my hood that I'm like, like, we're still close. Like, I, I still love them. Like, they were, yeah. they're, they're a family to me. Like, I, and I, like, I don't want to demonize, though, because the, like, you the gang, come, you the gang culture in California is, like, it's different than here. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, it's so deep-rooted. Like, I was just looking today, like, I was trying to, like, reminisce today about, like, shit. Because I was thinking, like, I don't want to, like, make it look like this was, like, a uh, evil thing. Yeah, you have because, not come off that way. Because, like, we, there used to be this magazine called Teen, a- Teen Angels in California. Like, you could send in pictures of your homies, like, throwing up gang signs. Mm-hmm. And they're going to post it. They're going to, they made a magazine. And you're going to look through and it's going to have, like... Uh, if a person in prison can draw really good, he's going to send it to him and it's going to say like, Vario so-and-so here and he's going to draw his little picture and they're going to publish it in this book. So it's like this stuff, like most of these gangs were started like in the 40s and 50s. So they're like so deeply yeah. rooted mm-hmm. and that it is like a family. You're part of something. Yeah, you are. Yeah. And, and and it the actual like, like the whole, the like the actual like, core principles are actually good yeah but mm-hmm. it's what like happens it's that it's polluted in a way of, yeah uh, yeah it's it gets fucked up because like even in my hood like it started out and it was like all oh, love of course like mm-hmm. we get our ass beat or whatever but like me i was already used to that at home so it was like not something different yeah but it was luck like yeah. yeah, like it. It was more love than my family because right. You weren't the simple protected. fact. Like if some shit happened to me, even though they beat my ass all the time, if a motherfucker like flick me on the forehead, like everyone's gonna be like, "Let's get this motherfucker." Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, and it's just so. What's I do? You know, in a sense, understand that, of course, because I I was a uh, very young just really cared about my friends growing mm-hmm. up, and and the only thing that has now changed for me is as you grow up, you know, I have very formidable times with friends where it's like you're so locked in and you are brothers and all that stuff with your friends. But now with age, you start coming out the other side. I don't know if Isaac, you'd like feel like this too, but now like my family is now, especially with a kid, but even before that sort of gets more increasing um, importance Mm-hmm. Because your friends now have other things, and you, yeah, I don't know, I don't yeah. know, like uh, I, know I feel mean, yeah. uh, the bond of family more as I'm getting older. Do you feel that absent, or are you finding that with your own family? I mean, how? I, I mean, like, well, the thing is, like, of course, like with my family now, with my wife and mm-hmm. kids and stuff like that, like they're they're my they're my base, right? You know yeah. what I'm saying, but. At the same time, like, sometimes, uh, I mean, like, I can't talk to my my two-year-old daughters about <laughs> the shit I did. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, I guess no. I could, and they Someday. wouldn't even understand, that, so I'm like... That was one of the questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. So, <laughs> right now, but, but like, and, and, but, like, like my, my wife, she, like, can't, she can't relate to, like, the shit I went through, because mm-hmm. she had a whole different experience. So, like, there's times, like, I talk to my, my homeboys, like on social media or call them on the phone mm-hmm. just like like talk just to like because yeah i don't really like they went through what i went through and even now like there's people i have on social media that i was enemies with 
And I like I got love for them now. Yeah, because, yeah, man. Because we fucking made it through this shit. You've like, got that inside handshake yeah, yeah, that nobody yeah. else has. Yeah. And, and they don't like the the gang <laughs> stuff nowadays is not like it was back then. Like we are. are you we think it's like more money motivated? Or? Well, it's like now, like, well, like I don't. Maybe there is places, but I don't see like why. Like people have opportunities and shit now. Like, like I don't. Back then, I didn't either. I didn't know, or we didn't have these same opportunities that people maybe have. Like, I don't feel like the younger generation now doesn't really need to be in a gang. Like I said, there may be neighborhoods where they do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but so like. Our experience was different. It wasn't like we just was like, I wanna, I wanna be in a gang. You know, it was like, it was like, th- that was the environment. That's, that's and what that everyone what, does. Yeah, yeah. Stuff. And that's like just part of life. Like there was people that their their parents were gang members and their grandparents were gang members. Like you could go to their house and their grandpa's sitting there and he's just tatted up and just got out the pin. You know what I yeah. mean? So, so it was like that was just life. And then in my in my family situation like we were poor and they were in a different they were basically in the same shit i was just in a different section of it you see what I, like my yeah. mom was with the biker gangs but it's the same basic basic yeah. thing yeah. except they ride motorcycles and wear leather coats right yeah what would you say if you know i mean if one of your kids ends up you start seeing gang stuff i mean how do you view it and I'm going to beat his ass. Would you? I mean, like, I'm mean, going to be like, be oh, you want to be in a gang? Know. I'm going to show you what it's like. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay. So, I mean, that would be, you have defaulted to normal parent mode. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, no, that, like, not for you. Well, obviously. yeah, because, like, there's no need no for need. it now. Like, you have, like, you can go to, you, I mean, you might Probably be in debt when you that, get out of college, yeah. but you can go to college now. Like, I could go to college right now and... Like I said, I'll be in debt when I get out, but I Trades can go. Or, yeah. Or, yeah, or like anything. You can, yeah. like you have all this stuff. And even like if you want to like say you want to be a criminal, right? Okay. Now it's not like, like I said, there might be places where you do need to be in a gang. But from right. what I see, a lot of young dudes I see now, like they just do it because they think it's cool. Yeah. And then it's been twisted and like perverted so much, like the whole gang lifestyle and culture that it's like they're not even living the same culture that I was back then. To where it's like, like people in my neighborhood, like they used to like us. Like old people would be like, "Hi," you know. Oh, yeah. okay. Like it wasn't like like we had the fucking neighborhood on lockdown per se. Right. I mean, it was also when you when you said that you would take walks around the neighborhood. <clears throat> Perimeter check. They, yeah, they would they would look at you like yeah they're keeping the neighborhood. I mean, safe. some people like me and some people don't. Sure. But like like mostly the like the of course we're gonna treat the elderly Hispanic people like really well. Sure. Because our family. Yeah. yeah. So so like they they liked us even though they knew it was trouble, but they kind of knew that like this is this is how life is here. Mm-hmm. And even though we're doing this shit. If we just, like, do our thing, we're not going to get fucked with. Like, we're not going to go fuck with the old Mexican people. and yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so I had, like, these, we had, like, these kind of, like, principles, like, that we lived by. To whereas now, it's, like, seems like the gangs I see is, like, they don't have no rules. Like, there's not, like, a code of conduct, like, like this is off limits. Or, like, you'll see a dude on 
social media, like you'll see like these rapper dudes who are supposedly gangs in gangs or whatever like that, right? And they get in a fight and they're like, oh, I just got jumped by so-and-so, right? In my day, that's snitching right there. You just told who fucked you up. So <laughs> oh, really? On, on in, in public, right? Yeah. So, mm-hmm. so now it's out there. So if law enforcement feels like taking that as evidence... You're, so basically, you're snitching, right? So, right. So like in 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 my day, it was like you watch very closely what you say, it, re, irregardless if you're if you're not around like your homeboys, mm-hmm. then yeah. you're gonna watch really closely what you say. Yeah. To whereas like you can say shit, but you don't say too much. You see what I? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. What uh, what is what haunts you? Today, like, what are the things you think of back then that if you start thinking about it, you push it back down? Like, I don't know. <sighs> Probably like uh, my little brother, because like I was like being like kind of like really open with him about the. It was almost like like I said how you're groomed into gang banging, right? But it's not like the person who's grooming you is saying like I'm gonna groom this person like yeah right, it's not yeah. like like what a child is that's the difference between it and child molesting is like a child molester is like oh yeah. I'm gonna groom this child right right so whereas right. like a gang banger hey, this a, worked out for a me. older gang member he's doing it just out of instinct because that happened to him yeah. and it's like an unconscious thing and it's and just, I I've probably done enjoy. that to a lot of people mm-hmm. unknowingly you see what I'm saying just because right. I'm trying to. Because that's how I, that was the example I was seeing. Like, if you do this, you're going to get your respect. You might and have it, to do some and it's time. Like you have it's standing. a cycle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you have standing. So it's something you can help mm-hmm. him in. So it's a natural sort yeah, yeah. of, like you think e- you're protecting like him. Even with me talking right now, maybe there's some little kid that's like, oh, I want to do that shit so I can have a fucking cool story to tell, right? Yeah, yeah. You, you know what I mean? So, like, so. <laughs> and what do you say to that kid? <laughs> Eight Christmases in prison. That's what I would guess you'd yeah, exactly. say. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I mean, go go meet Strawberry yeah. in prison. Yeah. Every everyone got to figure out their own. Yeah, yeah, thing, yeah, man. Like I, like I said, I would beat my children's ass if they talk about getting in a gang. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I mean, at the end of the yeah, day, I got that. I got my ass beat all the time, and it didn't stop me. So like, right. if you want to do something bad enough, you're gonna you got to find out for yourself anyway. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah. What's the is the worst thing that you ever did? The um, when you were methed out in Tahoe, which I don't even think we did. We tell that on the podcast. Didn't do the the knocking on the window thing. I desperately have to oh. go to the bathroom. Okay, okay. Can we t- you I'll, wanna, I'll, sure. I'll just go if you guys want to. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. Sorry. Let's just keep going. Go ahead. So, uh, Lake Tahoe. So, was, I when I used to when I had that gun in Lake Tahoe, the one that I didn't mm-hmm. have any bullets to, and I used to knock on. I used to stand at the crosswalk, and tap people's window with it, and hit the little release button to make it make the sound or whatever so i mean this is just one day right so you were on a you no, were on, the on a like the regular basis like it was like a you go stand at an intersection with a yeah, shotgun yeah. or or maybe i'm gonna go like to a party and just like walk up in there like we went to a college party one time and and uh they wouldn't let us play our like we just walked up in their in their little they were from uh berkeley oh and, God, and they rented a <laughs> and they and they rented a they had a lot of women there and they had rented like a cabin or whatever, and we heard the music bumping, and it was like there was a gang, and and we caused actually uh, some big time drug dealers like had a sit down with us with me and me and three of my homies. That was it, and we were causing fucking chaos in Lake Tahoe, and they were like, "Look, 
you guys got to fucking stop this shit. Like, we were fighting with another gang. And talk, just three people. Just three dudes fighting with a whole gang over so, their neighborhood. Right. We were going to set up shop. And so the big-time drug dealer dudes, like, came and talked to us because they knew we were the real deal. Mm-hmm. And they were like, look, like, you guys you guys got to stop this because you bring in a lot of heat on the on the neighborhood. Were you there as Sereno's? Or oh, yeah, you, yeah. Okay. Yep, yep. So you were, this is in between one of the prison times. You went yep. to Tahoe. You were at the height of your meth. Yep, using. and I was, this was when I was on the run. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I didn't have no holds barred, like, because I right. knew when I got caught, I was, I was thinking I was going to do a lot of time. So I was like, fuck it. Yeah. I'm just going to do whatever I want. Like, man, like, uh, I, I kind of feel bad. <laughs> there yeah. was this dude, the dude we lived with, right? We used to like, uh, like he liked to be around the women and the drugs and shit like mm-hmm. that. But he was not like, uh, he was not gang material. But uh, we used to like beat his ass all the time and make him go to work and we never paid rent. And uh, one time I was gone for like two weeks with some girl. I came back and he let some people stay there and they were sleeping in my bed, which was actually his bed. But, and we tied the people up and like sat them in there. And, and, uh, I was like, we started smoking meth and I was making them smoke meth. And the dude was like, I don't smoke meth. And I was like, what do you do now? And we made them fucking get tweaked out while they were tied up. I think we had them for like overnight. We had them overnight, like tied up and shit and just like fucking with them. Like, that is so hard for me to, <laughs> like, think I feel bad. I do feel, that. I do feel bad about that. Cause it was like. They were, they were like, even though that dude was like a gang member too, like he was from another, he was, okay. he was a black dude, but, uh, <clears throat> what, so what, why, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, you just walked in there just and because you're, you're high, I guess. Really? I did it because the dude let somebody sleep where I sleep. It was like, it was like a territorial. Yeah. Sure. It was really to like punish him no more to yeah, like, yeah. punish him more than it was to, uh, than right. it was to punish. Cause I didn't even know those people, but, uh. And you did not do anything, uh, you know, the stereotype no, no, no. thing you hear there. Right, I, okay. I didn't, like, sexually harass the chick. Right. Didn't, you didn't burn the guy with but, the meth pipe? Or, no, yeah, you no, did a little bit. No. No? <laughs> we, but we made him drink a lot. And, like, we made him do, like, down, like, Southern Comfort. Uh-huh. And, like, we're like, you're going to fucking get fucked up, and you're going to sit here, and we're going to decide what we're going to do with you. Like, so they were fucking terrified. Like, yeah. They were like, fuck, because we were like, we got to decide what we're going to do. Maybe we're going to fucking kill these motherfuckers and dump them in a fucking in the forest of Lake Tahoe or in the lake or something like that. You know what I mean? And did you know then that you were not going to? Or do you think if someone said something, it could have influenced the wrong way? Honestly. I mean, it could it could have. Like, yeah. if we thought that they were going to go, like, tell or whatever, like, yeah. we... I'm not saying, no, nah, I don't know, man. Like, but, but, I mean, it was, it, whatever, it, it was in the balance enough. Yeah, 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 I guess. I mean, so, that's man. a that's on. I mean, I and, think and anything. you know what a weird thing. After yeah. we let them go, like the chick came back like two weeks later and was like, <laughs> "Cool with us or whatever." You had sex with her? No, no, no. <laughs> but no, she was married to that dude. But she was like, when I when we let him go, like I started I started coming down off the meth, and then I was like, oh, "This is kind of fucked up." Yeah, you know. And I was like, "Let's just fucking let him go." Really? Yeah. Okay. I mean, and so but we fucking like. We, it wasn't just like I, I can't remember exactly what we did, but I think we might have blindfolded him, took him somewhere. I mean, that's fucking crazy. Like, just say like that's amazing to do that. Like, <laughs> I can't. Im- so you didn't hear this. Um, Isaac w- went to the bathroom and he's back. And when he was in Tahoe for that thing, he would go to that intersection often. 
and do that. Which you just go, how did the cops? And I just come fucking yeah, yeah. wipe you up. <laughs> and and uh, this one. I can of, picture the intersection of, too. One of my girlfriends. Uh, do you want to say the intersection? Can I can't even listener? remember. Okay, because we have a lot of Nevada listeners. Yeah, right? yeah. I lived right on State Line. I got I. Uh, the night I moved there, I hooked up with uh, with this chick. She was twenty eight. I was I was nineteen, and she was the manager at a hotel. So I had a job there at the hotel. I was room service. People used to like. I was the coolest room service. I used to go like drink forties on my break and like hit up like college chicks that look like they're trying to party. And I'll be like, hey, I'll get you a room like on discount or whatever, right? And and, and people used to leave me like like drugs and stuff in the room, like because I was just like cool. And I'll be like and. I would meet people and we'd party with them and and if they're oh. cool, you know, like like yeah. we're gonna have fun with the chicks or whatever. If they weren't cool, then we're gonna rob them. And, <laughs> There's so, no in between. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> he went. He was staying at a guy's house, or that he sort of put him in the box or whatever. And uh, left on a meth bender. Came back. There was a guy sleeping in his bed, which was not his bed. It was with the his wife. House owner with his wife, and they tied him up. And kept him for overnight and smoke, made him smoke meth and got him drunk and basically menaced the shit out of him. Like threatened, like, we don't know what to hey, do with you. But my, my homie that died same time in Lake Tahoe, uh, he, had a, he had a chick that wanted to get with him. And he was not like, he didn't like her. She was pretty, but it, w- it wasn't his type or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they were having a party at her house. And I had a homie who was deaf, right? And... We used to have to kick his door to get him to answer. Like, like he just feel the vibrations. Right? <laughs> and I, I don't know, like every, and he was fucking crazy. Like one time we got stopped by the cops and we were all fucked up and he downed like a bottle of Tommy Hilfiger cologne to cover his foot. <laughs> 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 like, <laughs> deaf people are different, dude. Deaf people are kind of like. I think <clears throat> their taste is even better though. That's, <laughs> that's what they can t- Like, <laughs> I, I don't know. Like this dude was like really fucking crazy. Like I, I loved him and I still do. Yeah. Uh, he got a lot of time in prison, but, uh, so they were at this party. The chick like said, I'm going to commit suicide. So my homie and that dude, they tied her up and they put her in the closet on the, on the <laughs> rack, like a fucking deer dude and left <laughs> <laughs> like a month later, we go to Seven Eleven where she works and she was there and my homie would just go in there and like grab whatever he wants and be like. I, I can't remember her name. I'm just going to say Stacy or whatever. And like, hi, Stacy. And she's like, you know, if you take all that shit, I got to pay for it out of my check, right? And no, you like, don't. Yep. <laughs> and then, then so we just like would leave and go get whatever we want from the store when she's working. They're only alive because, because of us. Right. Because she's going to kill herself. And, and she would always yell at him, too, like, that's fucked up what you did to me. And she was like, she, she said she was there for like 10 hours or something like that because her mom was gone. She should call the suicide hotline and tell them that that's a good way to stop people from killing themselves. I am up and fucking leave them. Leave them. Yeah. So, it's just amazing. So to me, the um, through multiple gang member things we've had, the thing that I, you know where I realize it's not in me to like really be fucking tough or whatever is that if I see people really scared, I fucking cave in because uh, I just think of like, I don't know. I don't know. I guess I couldn't do that. So, and I asked you, what's the worst thing? What haunts you? And like, you never mentioned this. Uh, yeah. I can't reconcile who you are with who you were. How, how different do you feel like you are? I mean, I mean, I still have that in me. But sure. Like, yeah, yeah I, I mean, you I, have like, to. I, I think martial arts helped me a lot because like you learn how to like, like, Everyone is like has violence in them, you know. Yeah. 
and maybe I'm more violent than other people, but now like I've learned how to like focus it on something and mm-hmm. and like not and martial that humbles you too because yeah, yeah. you get your ass yeah, kicked yeah. and you know you've learned and, anyone and so like catch it's it. more no. controlled now mm-hmm. you know but like there have been times like I've I just like like go off like uh, like recently like I think it was like five or six months ago some little kids like want to be want to be cool little kids like drop drop kick my door or whatever. Okay, yeah and i caught him and i put him like in a wrist lock and i was like have you ever sucked a dick and <laughs> yeah like, you know what i mean like just because i i lost my temper because like to me it was like so disrespectful dude like yeah. I, I don't know like me i look at it like i don't try and pull like an og card on people uh-huh. or nothing but it's like i do feel like like you have like if somebody doesn't give me respect like i'm gonna take respect yeah you know what i'm saying okay it's not like but I'm not going to be mean about it. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. You like, told that ass well, guy who sucked a dick before. <laughs> well, I, but, but like, like what I'm saying is like, I was looking at it like basically like if I would have had a gun, I could have just like popped off some rounds out the door and killed a little kid. And, and then I'm looking at it like I got my kids in the house. So sure. how do I know who the hell right. you are? And you're fucking drop kicking my door like the karate kid. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. So I'm going to, I'm going to put some. I'm going to put some fear in you. you oh, know right. I mean? and then, I, you did the right thing out there. Oh. And so it's well, like. <laughs> maybe you shouldn't have hurt the kid. Well, whatever. Then you no, leave I, yourself I didn't, open to. I didn't hurt out. him. I just. Yeah. It was like how the. You know, the. Yeah, you. It's in his wrist where he feels like, like he can't do nothing. Right. I'm know? not judging it. I'm saying it is like. You do that in a diner. I wouldn't have done jail. <laughs> I would have done. I would have done something. Fucking yell at. You know, whatever. I, yeah. I try to scare him. You know, same thing. But. To go that level, and by the way, I've you have opened my eyes to the fucking power of threatening people Dude. with gay stuff. <laughs> so, <laughs> but I do have like like I get I have a temper, man. Like with certain things, just like set me off, and I get fucking devious about it. Like I'm are, like, I'm gonna fucking. Are you afraid of it? Are you afraid Sometimes. of your own temper? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because like I'm, I'm really protective of my wife and kids, yes. dude. And like my wife has told me like, oh, this dude is. Like my boss was fucking with, like like said something mean to me at work and I'm like, okay I'm like what did he say like, <laughs> yeah. I don't even like yeah. I I look my I treat my wife like a queen so like right. if if you like yeah. you disrespect my fucking queen like that's your ass dude like yeah and and my wife stops me a lot because I'm like hey I'll fucking wait outside in the parking lot until he gets off work and I'll fuck him up yeah like, yeah you know are you able to you know, like kind of. But the thing it. is, now I could hurt somebody. Like a martial yeah. art, I know I could hurt somebody. Yes. You're not even gonna have a mark on you. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I thought you were gonna say so you can't because you're so effective. But it's <laughs> really learn. It's like beating with a rubber hose, right? Yeah, is that a thing or bag of oranges? No, oranges. Yeah, the yeah. orange. You can. Yeah, you can damage somebody really bad. Deep not bruises. Gonna, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's what I do. Yeah, I actually I, masturbate with oranges. I guess. Yeah, Hit my dick with two oranges. <laughs> I, don't, between. I don't think that's ever worked. <laughs> no one ever knows, though, that I do it. You. Yeah, no, that's yeah. true. Uh, you, you know it doesn't work. It's a secret. My urethra's <laughs> caved in. But, uh, what, uh, so, and that's honestly one of the things I was, main things I wanted to ask is all this. You have, I mean, Isaac and I yesterday, I think we exhaled during the podcast and just like how exhausting it sounds to... You live all, every minute of your life back then just sounds exhausting for years and you just go are you aware of how much you carry that with you today yeah because like i said i i still like i still have it in me and yeah. like 
certain situations can like put me in that that zone because that's that it's all a mindset you know what yeah. i'm saying like you just get in this mindset of like this is how shit is and like you can't worry about like like it's almost like if somebody breaks in your house like sometimes you hear read the story like somebody breaks in somebody's house the dude shoots dude and he gets in trouble you know what i'm saying yeah but when you in it you can't think about consequences now like right. you have to you have to be prepared for consequences it's like I wouldn't say, like, do crimes without thinking about doing the time because right. you do have to be prepared to do the time, but at the same time, you have to fucking do what you got to do. Yeah. So it's like... Would you I, go back to jail now? Would I? Well... You know, if something happened, like, is that well, a I thing think that, in your head? You know, that's that's kind of, like, maybe what, what, like, worries me is that I'm not scared of jail. So yeah. It's like, yeah. I'm, you don't I'm, seem to be. Like, I would, like... I, I contemplate like choking people out sometimes and I'm like, sure. <laughs> jail doesn't cross my mind. Like yeah. it doesn't, it doesn't worry me. It's right. usually like the only thing I worry about is like my family. Like yes. I'm, I'm cool here. Like, yeah. It doesn't right. Right. Me. But, but obviously that would affect your family. Yeah. Yeah. Gone. One of the things I would like, this is just as a contrast of how, how a pussy thinks is I think like now I'll think of like a fight or something. I'll go like, God damn, if he hits me in the mouth and breaks my tooth, it'll cost me like a thousand dollars. Like that's a real <laughs> yeah. fucking thought that's crossed my mind. Does, um, now that you've been in, uh, away from that for a decent amount of time, how long, have, you know, do you consider, how long have you, 10, 10 years? Or what if you're not? Uh, uh, say like 2006, 2007. Okay. I, I yeah. was in prison and I just was like, I don't really want to like gang bang anymore, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> but, like, and then it comes to a point, too, like, with, like, I don't know, like, people might look at me like, oh, I, I've had young dudes, like, say, oh, you're an OG, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I don't look at myself like that, but at the same time, I'm, like, I'm too old to be, like, spray-painting on walls and fucking, <laughs> yeah. like, doing you perimeter, are. Yes, you doing, are. Perimeter, <laughs> doing perimeter checks around a neighborhood and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. So, like I said, I, I still carry, like, these, like, the good parts of it, the core, mm-hmm. like, if somebody messes with somebody I like. I'm gonna I'll right. back that dude up yeah. or you know what I mean but but like I'm not with all the other like I don't care about no colors or, or the element like you that. surround yourself most of, most most huge. of the thing is like I have a lot of love for like people that did grow up gangbanging like in the 80s and 90s because that's when it was like fucking buck wild right yeah. right like, California like we put shit on the map that's why fucking people. Like, we're the reason that people want fucking gun control and shit nowadays. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, started yeah that you're shit. true. You know what I mean? That's so, true. So it's like... You were working for the CIA, but you, you didn't know it. <laughs> yeah. Like, like so, so, like, I respect people that, regardless what gang they're in, mm-hmm. that went through that time period. Like, I got sure. love for them, and I, I, like, I don't... I'm glad they made it. I don't, I don't, even if they tried to kill me, like, I'm, that's, that's I get, I get that. There's a brotherhood in anything when you have that common experience like that. Especially when you go through hardship. Especially, yeah, you actually, it's like war, war stories. Even like the, even like the first times I went to prison when it was fucking rough, like, like, you know, like I got love for the people that went through that just for the simple fact that they like survived it and and yeah. made it through intact you know like, like even strawberry you know what I mean? like yeah yeah i don't love uh, strawberry but like like i mean don't make a mad though it's almost get like your dick sucked. It, <laughs> <laughs> what uh, i don't think i've ever said that sentence before all right guys that was the life and times of bandit thank you so much for listening 
We've really got a great response to this one. I love hearing what people think of this stuff. So thank you. And I say thank you way too much on this show, but God damn it, thank you. And we've got really exciting shit coming up. We are going to be – we're having a new studio built for us and we're going to have cameras to put it online and we have great guests coming up and uh, we're, we're just really growing the show and it's all thanks to you guys. So thank you so much for the support. Keep it going and uh, hopefully I don't, I don't know, die soon. Thank you. <laughs>